Hallelujah. People of God. Yeah. God bless you for making it such a nice meeting. We appreciate your presence. And it is indeed, as I always say, it is a good thing to be found in the presence of the Lord. So if you are here this evening, be glad and be grateful because Jesus is the reason you are here tonight. God is the reason. God is the reason. And even at this moment, we shall begin tonight's service. The Bible says that in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Even at this moment, begin to bless the name of the Lord. It is all that we want is that Jesus to be glorified. For the Lord to be glorified tonight. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Begin to adore His name. Exalt Him. Praise Him. Keep it shown that the papaya. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Give Him glory because He has been good. He is God and will forever be God. He is King and He is Lord. Throughout generation He has been Lord and will forever be God. Bless the name of the Lord, beloved. Bless the name of the Lord. Give Him praise. Give Him honor. We bless your name tonight, O oh God. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We say you deserve it all. All glory, all honor, all praise, all adoration to your name. We bless you, Jesus. We give you glory. Be exalted tonight. Words are not enough, O oh God, to describe how wonderful you are, how marvelous you are. We thank you for all the good that you do in our lives. Indeed, we agree with the scripture and we say that blessed be the Lord for his loving kindness and tender mercies endured forever. We thank you tonight. We give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise. We give you adoration and we exalt thee. Be blessed, O God. Be blessed, O God. Be blessed, O God. We give you glory. We give you honor, we give you praise, we give you praise, we adore your name. Be exalted and be magnified, for you deserve it all, for you deserve it all. Shada dabakonda dababranda attire. We thank you tonight, we give you glory, we give you glory, we give you glory, we give you glory. We bless your name and we adore you. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Kada dabako, sananimidi attire. We give you glory, Lord, we give you praise. Words are not enough, oh God, to describe how good and wonderful you are lord we bless your name we exalt thee we exalt thee la sonda dababranda skiddy fire you deserve it all indeed you deserve all glory you deserve to be lifted high tonight lekeski papaya mekonda dababranda skiddy attire oh you deserve it all you deserve it all you deserve it all oh you deserve all glory you deserve all honor. Be blessed, O oh God. Be glorified. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your name. In Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus. We are praying next for cleansing and washing. The Bible says that who shall ascend the hill of the Mosai? He that has clean hands. And the Bible says again that purge me with his up according to the book of psalm 51 and i shall be as white as snow we are praying and we are telling god that even as we have come before his presence once more may he cleanse us let him wash us make us clean and whole for the bible says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive and cleanse us from all unrighteousness may god wash us and purge us by the blood of the lamb every unholy association that we may have come into contact with by virtue 
quality of the food we ate or the association we came into contact with let the blood of jesus cleanse us and wash us and purge us through and through tonight in the name of jesus beloved open your mouth and pray heavenly father we pray in the name of jesus that even as we have come before your presence tonight we pray that you wash us we pray that you purge us we pray that you make us clean we pray that you set us apart tonight set our hearts right oh god set our hearts right oh god align us tonight align us tonight even as we have come before your presence even as we have come to commune and have fellowship with you and with one another cleanse us dear god cleanse us dear god wash us tonight make us clean every unholy association anything we did anything we said anything we thought or imagined anything we came into contact with that didn't give you glory heavenly father we pray that you purge we pray that you wash we pray that you make us clean make us whole cleanse us oh god wash us oh god through and through by the blood of the lamb in the name of jesus cleanse us dear lord through and through by the blood of the lamb in the name of jesus make us clean make us whole make us well in the name of jesus cleanse me dear lord we thank you for cleansing we thank you for washing we thank you for making us clean we thank you dear lord name of jesus even at this moment we are going to pray in the language of the spirit edifying on ourselves for the bible says that he does speak it in a known tongue edify himself even as we have come before the presence of god once more let us pray in the language of the spirit and even as we do so let us draw from the holy spirit and let the holy ghost stir in us fresh fire like never before even as we have come before his presence May we be transformed. May we encounter Him in a new light. In the name of Jesus, make us kapabranda skidi bidiataya. Leke pekoshka daba branda daba paya. Leke pekoshka daba branda daba diataya. Pray in the language of the Spirit. Utter mysteries unto God, and let the Holy Ghost impart a new fire, fresh fire in you tonight. In the name of Jesus, make pekoshka daba branda daba diataya. Leke skona nama paya. Make kapabranda. Fresh fire, O God. Fresh fire, O God. Fresh fire, O God. Fresh fire, O God. Holy Spirit, may you stir in us fresh fire like never before, even as we have come before your presence. Let us go with new strength. Let us come with new strength. We draw from you. We draw from you. We draw from you. Let us keep up Randa Daba Sondi Gediataya. Let Kepakoshka Daba Randa Daba Diadasa. Let Tekeskin and Amapaya. Make a Pabranda Daba Paya. La Capasunda Daba Randa Daba Kunda Daba Paya. Make a Pekosha Daba Randa. Let Keskid of Randa Daba Taya. Let Keskid of the Attire. La Kunda Daba Bushada Daba Randa. Make a Pasunda Daba Randa Daba Paya. Let Koshka Daba Randa Daba Paya. Fire, O God. Fire, O God. Make a Pabushka Daba Randa Daba Diadasa. Let Tikesunda Daba Paya. Make a Pabranda Daba Paya. Let Kepakusha Daba Randa Daba Diadasa. Let Kepakunda Daba Randa Daba Paya. Meskada Daba Randa Daba Paya. Let Sanda Daba Kosha Daba Randa. 
In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we are praying our final prayer and we are telling God, even as tonight is a teaching service, even as we are come to listen and to learn the word of God, may God flood our eyes with light. May he grant us understanding into the word. Even as the minister ministers God's word to us tonight, may we not live here the same, but may we live with a kind of understanding that we can put the word of God into use, that our lives will never be the same. May God grant us understanding and the spirit of revelation, even as his word come tonight. May we not live here the same, but may we receive a word. May we get a word that will transform our lives for good in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pray for that even as your word is coming, even as we study, even as we learn, even as you minister your word to us, we pray that may our lives not be the same, but may we have a word. God, give us a word tonight in the name of Jesus that will change our life for good. I don't want to live here the same, oh God. I don't want to live here the same, but let me encounter you. Let me encounter your word. Open my eyes, oh God, even as your word is coming. Flood my eyes with light. Flood my eyes with light. Flood my eyes with light. Grant me understanding. Illumination in the name of Jesus. 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 God bless you for praying. God bless you for praying. So, even at this juncture, I will introduce the minister for tonight. And tonight is a session where we are continuing our school of ministry. Our school of ministry. And we are on the date. We are on the next subject. That is the third minister, the third minister, and he'll be ministering on the topic true discipleship and loyalty in Christianity. True discipleship and loyalty in Christianity. And the person who'll be ministering to us is none other than Minister Stanley T. Darko. He is a man of God, seasoned, well prepared to deliver for us tonight. So, with the same just as our apostle always saying let the minister have your ears and let god have your hearts let us accord this minister the same respect that we will give to our man of god as he is around and i believe that we will be blessed so at this moment i would like to hand over for to minister stanley then he will give us what he has for us okay okay Service in Christianity. Service in Christianity. Okay. So, Minister Stanley, you can kindly take over. Okay. Um, God, which bless you, Minister David, for handling the introductory service. Um, please, can you all hear me? Is my voice loud and clear? Is my voice loud and clear? Can you all hear me? Okay. Okay. So, thank you once again for the opportunity. And before I begin, I would want to thank Apostle for giving me 
another privilege to minister to this beautiful house and wonderful family and also uh, minister Eben and david for laying the foundation for me to build on just as paul said in first first corinthians chapter 3 verse 10 said that uh, the foundation has been laid he has laid the foundation as a wise builder and if someone is building on he should take care to build on it with care and i bless god today that whatever that i'm going to share today is not going to be any other but his own words that he's going to build and equip us with amen yes so um i want us to just do a quick recap on uh, my last teaching service on discipleship and service in christianity and in my in the previous meeting i highlighted that a disciple is a learner who follows a teacher or a master and true disciple is defined by someone who has decided to commit himself to follow the teachings of his master and instructions and under this we can see two main values which i highlighted on first i spoke about commitment we can't talk about discipleship when there's no commitment and the second one is also on loyalty or fellowship we cannot talk about discipleship when these two things or these core values are out of place and i lifted an anchor scripture in luke chapter 9 verse 62 and it said that no one who puts his hand in a plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom no one who who puts his his hand in the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom and here we can see that um, jesus christ was talking about commitment commitment so when we are talking about discipleship we cannot um we cannot overlook the subject on commitment and the second one was on fellowship or loyalty and elijah talking to the israelites in first kings chapter 18 verse 21 he told them that they should decide and stop moving from one place to another if it is god that they would want to save they should make their statement clear if it is if it is about to that they want to follow they should make their statements clear um, beloved when we are speaking about discipleship one of the core values is loyalty of faithfulness you can't be here and be there at the same time if you've decided to follow then you have to be faithful in your disciple training amen and i moved on in still on the recap to talk about the acts of discipleship and here we saw that every true disciple is supposed to have two traits the first trait that i spoke about was the heart to learn the heart to learn and under this we saw that every disciple should desire to learn and receive from his instructor and the second act was about following and here we saw that this is the place where he puts his desires into action so in following the disciple should be humble to submit and puts his desires so now this disciple has the desire to follow his master he has the heart to learn but he has to put those desires into action by following and these two traits and these two traits are not independent of each other they cannot stand alone 
they cannot stand alone and i i i think i'm chipping it in now the reason why i'm saying that they cannot stand alone is you cannot say you're a disciple you have you have the heart to learn and you are not following it's it's impossible it's just telling me that you have faith but the faith that you are having it doesn't produce work then james would describe that faith to be a useless faith because he says that faith without work is a dead faith so these two acts of discipleship um are inseparable and as such we should have those two amen amen so moving on yes moving on we spoke about service and i said that service too in my previous teaching is availing your work yourself for the work of someone or something and we, we saw that in service servants are with instructions from their master await instructions of their master so today we are basically going to look at the importance of discipleship the importance of discipleship we weren't able to um, speak at length uh, the last time on the importance of discipleship so today we are going to look at why discipleship is important why do we speak about discipleship in the body of christ why is it necessary for us as Christians to be discipled. And we will look at some key figures in the Bible so that we have a practical understanding of what we are going to discuss today. And if there is time, we would also look at how true worship and discipleship, um, they are linked together, they, they are related together. Yeah. So, be, be, uh, so as we begin, I would entreat everyone to get his um, Bible open before him as we journey through and it is very important uh, i'm not talking about the bible on your phone please your physical bible yes so that we'll be able to journey and if i could if i can get you people to um, be posting their scriptures constantly on the platform too i'll be very very glad amen amen so we are beginning so the importance of discipleship i would want you all to know that the end goal of every discipleship training is to look like Christ. The end goal. So if, and I, I'm, I, when I'm talking about this discipleship in the Christendom, I'm talking, be, uh, I'm talking with my references all in the Christendom, as, us as Christians. So if you are being discipled in the church, and the end goal is not to look like Christ, then there is a problem somewhere. And we are actually going to see this in two Bible scriptures. Uh, first of all, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13, and Luke chapter 6, verse 40. If I can have someone post in the scriptures as um, we open our Bibles, our physical Bibles, to it would really help. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13, and Luke chapter 6, verse 40. Thank you, Minister Redeem. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 40. It said that a disciple is not above his master, but everyone 
that is perfect shall be his shall be as his master in other versions it says that if everyone if, if that person is fully trained he will be like his master so it means that the end goal of grooming of being taught is to look like our maker is to look like the one who created us is to look like our father in heaven ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 please 4 verse 13 yeah is to look like our is to look like our father and ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 says that to we all we come in the unity of faith of the knowledge of the son of god unto the perfect man unto the measure and stature of the fullness of christ so this is the end goal of our discipleship we've been discipled to look like christ to all attain that full maturity that fullness of christ amen amen thank you very much for posting the scriptures as we progress in our study so brethren when we allow ourselves to be discipled by god and trained by him at the end of the day just as i said we are supposed to look like him that is the main goal that is the main goal and this vision can be captured since the beginning of the world when 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 the world was being created this was the vision that was captured in 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 the trinity as part of the trinity that mankind will be a representative of god here on earth amen amen and if you journey with me to genesis as i said we'll be um, looking at a lot of scriptures um to help us understand this um why we we we, we are supposed to be discipled amen Ephesians chapter 1 verse 26. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 26. And in this Ephesians chapter 1 verse 26, there, um, we, we can see the main goal, the main vision of the Godhead, the Godhead, the God the Father, the God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Um, their, their, their vision about man said, let us make man in our own image, after our own likeness. And after he, he continued that they will have dominion over the seas and everything. The first statement was, let us make man in our own image. Let us make someone who would be like us. Who, who represents us here on earth. And when he represents us here on earth, that is when the, the other version will continue. And he will have dominion over the uh, fishes and seas and everything. Amen. So in this verse, we can see the purpose of the Trinity was to have a representative. So they created a vessel in which the Trinity, all the three, can inhabit. And that vessel is called man. And when we look at the structure of man, how man was made, it was very dynamic. Man is very dynamic. Being his, he's being like... The Bible call him a masterpiece of all God's creation. That should let you understand uh, how man was created. And in fact, I don't have the words to um, describe how man was created. Amen. Amen. 
yes so the bible make a described man as a masterpiece of god creation and you, if you come with me i will show you that that man needed to be discipled by god even though god said let us create man in our own image and they created someone in his own image man was not ready made just like you would uh, go to uh, we, we we all know what ready made is like you buy something and it's already made you don't need to do anything it doesn't need to go through any processing you just um just for instance instant noodles you just put the instant noodles in on fire just for five minutes then you are done you eat no man was not ready made even though he was created in the in the image of god he had to go through discipleship he had to go through a certain kind of training to become like god and i made a statement in my when i was sharing this that the goal of every discipleship the end goal is to become is to become so um god has created man now man has to be schooled for him to become like god by nature every man has the mandate to look like god that is why the bible makes us understand that when we are preaching when we are going to the world to preach to all nations we shouldn't be discriminated we shouldn't say that oh this person um if he like his house there are a lot of idol worshippers so then he, he can't receive christ no by nature by default how man was created he has the mandate to look like christ when the right method or the right procedures had been followed amen yes so god placed man in what we call uh, spiritual training but but when the spiritual training was not completed then god looking for man could not find man again could not find man again so then another educational section had to be to, to, to be created or to, to, to be brought in place to train man to become like what? God or Christ. No, yeah, God, sorry. So if you understand what I'm saying, then you know the reason why man, that, that you know the reason why God had to subject man to what we call education so that he will fully become like him. You will fully become like him yes so as he said man was not already made even though he was created in the image of god there were things that he needed to learn in order to fully handle to fully handle the things of god amen amen and just as the scripture said a child so long as he remained a child he he's he he's not lord of all he is not lord of all i don't know if someone can help me with that scripture amen even as i proceed amen yes so going on okay thank you now i say that a hair as long as he remained a child he's 
different not from a servant though he be lord of all so this scripture affirms to the fact that even though man was created in the image or likeness of god if he doesn't submit himself to the trainings and teachings to become like god then he ceases not he's not different from a servant he is not different from a servant thank you minister um uh, david for helping me with this facilitation amen amen god richly bless you god richly bless you yes so as i said god established so it was necessary for um the education to be established for god for the purposes of god to be established just like some ministers of god who stay so when we look at man it happened that unfortunately his education process was truncated just as many ministers who say that when he sinned he 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 he, he, he intercepted or he truncated his his education his education so when it happened we all knew that when man sinned we got separated from god we got separated from god so then god had to bring another educational training another education so this time the educational training is not going to take place in eden it is going to take place somewhere else but note that time the population of man had multiplied it's it, it it had grown like very big so then how are we going to educate all these people to become like us that is when our lord jesus came in and our lord jesus christ brought the education that is through the spirit and when you come with me to john chapter 4 verse 21 to 24 we would see what i'm really trying to talk about over here john chapter 4 verse 21 to 24 amen amen um, even as we wait for the ministers to yeah thank you so jesus said unto her woman believe in me the hour cometh when we he and when ye shall neither be in the mountains nor yet at jerusalem to worship the father you worship what you do not know but we worship what we know for salvation is of the jews and when you come to the 23 he says that but the hour cometh and now it's and and now is when true worshippers shall worship the father in truth and in spirit and when you come down you say that for they for for the father seeketh such to worship him and the 24 ended that god is the spirit and them that worship him is what well, must worship him in truth and in spirit so in the verse 23 we would see the kind of people that the father was looking for the people who were going to worship him in what in truth and in spirit in truth and in spirit so when jesus christ th this, this was when he was introducing the educational system to to, to, to the woman that there is th there is another kind of thing that um the father is putting in place to to to, to, to help man to become like him 
Amen. 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 And lifting up some few um, Bible verse to buttress what I'm saying, we can see in John chapter 16, verse 13, which says that when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he is not going to speak of his own authority, but whatever he will hear, and he will declare the things to come. The things to come. And in John chapter 4, verse 26, says that, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send, he will teach you things, he will teach you all things, and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. So this was another way that our Father in His love was putting in place for man to become like Him. Teachings and trainings through the Holy Spirit. Whereby He Himself is going to teach us to become like Him. That when the spirit of truth comes, he is going to guide us into all truth. He is going to, he is going to teach us all things, not some things, all things. All things. All things. So in these three Bible passages, we can see that Jesus Christ was talking about the new educational system that I made mention of. So, so that is very important for us as Christians and believers of the word. To watch ourselves carefully in fact if our end goal the end goal of your salvation the end goal of my salvation as christians is not to become like the father that means that we have to check it if we are talking about salvation and that salvation does not lead you to become like christ then we have to check it. Because after all, what have we been saved from? We have been saved from our past sins. We have been saved from the things that we used to do. But the end goal, what is the end goal? If we have been saved, but still when we check, we check your lifestyle, we check the things you do, you do not look like Christ. You have to question it. You have to, you have to search within yourself. You have to look at what is wrong. Amen. Amen. So, we will see that it wasn't for nothing that our Lord Jesus Christ had to plead on our behalf for us to have the Holy Spirit. My brother, the Holy Spirit was not just given to us to speak in tongues or just to heal as some would say, or for biblical expositions and prophecy, my friend. Of course, he was given to us for this and even more. But we should remember the end goal to teach us to become. He will teach us all things. And what he is teaching, as we see in First John, sorry, as we see in as we see in John chapter 16, verse 13, the things he teaches is not from his own accord, it's not from his own authority, but what that which he hears, he speaks of. So Jesus Christ would say that I do not say anything of my own accord, but that which I hear my father. I'm loving this already. Amen. Amen. So the end goal. 
of our salvation is to become. Is to become. Is to become. God richly bless you for staying up to this moment, even as we um, proceed. Yes, thank you for posting the scriptures. We are a family of um, Bible believing Christians, the burning ones. Thank you for also liking the pages. God bless you. God bless you. So we proceed. In Luke chapter 40, no, Luke chapter 6, verse 40, I already established that whenever someone is trained, he is fully trained, he becomes like his teacher. And the end goal of this training that we go through is to become like our teacher. Another Bible verse that I lifted was um, in the end goal was in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 where I talked about um, for us to be full the end goal for us is for us to be full, have the fullness of Christ the fullness of Christ Amen So a vessel to hold divinity that was what man was that was what man was created to be because of how man was made if he doesn't allow himself to be discipled by god there is a high possibility for him to look like something else he'll look like something but that thing whether it's 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 like god or not that is the problem so the bible said that on that day many will come they will say oh lord i preach in your name i i I healed sick in your name i i I did this in your name but jesus christ will look at them their faces are not familiar so he would he would tell them that go away you workers of iniquity i do not know you i do not know you that means that in the process of them becoming they did not allow themselves to fully be like god they took parts and pieces of the training and left some so when we look at we can see that his 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 hands look like god but his head his head does not look like god so jesus christ will look at them and say no you you these people you are not familiar so he calls them workers of iniquity workers of iniquity workers of iniquity okay okay sure i just saw your message minister david thank you very much for the alert yes so so Jesus Christ, in one of his encounter with the Israelites, he made them understand that they look like someone, but that someone is not God. As God had originally planned it to be, 
they have looks but that looks do not represent god when we check it it's it, it is in no way in alliance with god and it is a vivid example of what i said that man was not ready made man was created and he has the mandate to look like like christ but man was not created ready made like he was created as god dying so he 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 doesn't need no he needed to be subjected to look like god look like god and if you can help me with F, uh, john chapter 8 verse 42 to 44 you would understand what i'm saying that he, they look like someone but that someone is no god it's no god it's no god so this would help us understand the importance and the agency to which we need to be discipled by god or by christ yes thank you minister david so he said that jesus answered to them if god were your father you would love me for i pro- i proceeded forth and came from god neither came neither came i of myself but he sent me so here he, he that this is where he started his introduction and it's so nice how he began it he said if you if god was your father you would have loved me because i came from god i did not come by my own accord because he was the one who sent me so if you are saying that god is your father why are you not loving me? So this is how he began the he began the introduction. And when we look at the verse 40, 40, 43, he says that why do you, why do ye not understand my speech? Because ye cannot hear my words. And this is my point of emphasis, the 44. Ye are of your father, the devil, and the last of the father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him when he speaketh a lie he speaketh of his own <laughs> while jesus christ was not speaking of his own accord he, we can see how he was giving <laughs> oh i love jesus already he, he, he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it amen yes please you can hear the strings yes and the father of it so here the, the um jesus christ was not making the pe- the people of israel ignorant of who they look like so he was calling them to repentance he was calling them to repentance that look the way that you are you are, you are going the, the 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 teachings that you've subjected yourself to that is not what was purpose from the beginning that is not what was purpose from the beginning oh god so yes um an altar call no there are some people that as i'm speaking they have to check and examine their lives they have to check and examine their life their hearts and see if they've not left the feet of what they started doing 
And I would want us to visit the Bible and look at, we are picking Jesus Christ. As I said, we will be using some figures in the Bible to give a practical understanding of what I'm teaching. Of what I'm teaching. And if you, if, if you, 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 you have doubt about what I, I'm saying, we would realize that in the ministry of our Lord Jesus, that our Lord Jesus, though he, 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 he was like God, that's what Colossians would make us understand. When he came to the earth, he had to submit himself to teachings and guidance. Because, because he, 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 he was not, he did not come to the, he did not come to the earth ready-made, as I would put it in Adam, as Adam was created. So he also had to, he, he also had to undergo teachings and trainings. And we looking at his, his, his ministry of how he was discipled would help us understand and it would give a broader context of the discipleship training that started in Adam's time, how it was truncated and some of the things that truncated it. Amen. Amen. Yes, I think I have to speak. So, we, we know that Jesus Christ, yes, as I said, it was going to give us a broader context on um, the, the soul. The first project for man to be like God on earth or to be his representative was um, intercepted when he sinned, when it was it, it stopped, it was truncated. And even though there were several discussions, there were several things that God put, put in place to to make sure man look like him. All of them, I would say that did not get him how he wanted it to be. So he brought our Lord Jesus Christ. And when we look at our Lord Jesus Christ in um, when his discipleship training started, because that's what we are looking at to help give us a broader perspective of um, the importance of the discipleship. So in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1, Matthew chapter 4 verse 1 to 2 Okay, so as you wait for them Okay, thank you very much So in, he, um, in Matthew chapter 4 verse 1 to 2 We understand that when Jesus Christ was ready he was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness. And after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry after. And that, that was when the devil came to tempt him. And Jesus Christ had completed his training, like his, his, his training already, already. But look at how the devil came to him and it was the same temptation that he used to truncate um, the discipleship training of Adam and when you come with me you would realize that he used uh, the exact same thing to make sure that Jesus Christ would also end his discipleship so that he would not become like what is purposed what has been purposed for him to be amen so 
the devil gave three powerful temptations. The first and second one has not been re uh, revealed to me yet, but the significance of the last temptation, that was what we, were, what we are going to study. The last temptation had the capability of truncating, or as I will put it, cutting short of the destiny of Jesus. The destiny for him to become like, for, for him to become the savior, for him to become the savior of mankind. And before 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 we, we look at the last temptation, let's go back to Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 2. Then you understand what I'm saying better. So Genesis chapter 1, verse, so it, it, it spoke about when the, the, the serpent came to tempt Eve. Yeah. So now, yes, thank you. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the verse 2, he said that, the woman said, Oh, he said we may eat of the fruits of the trees, but except one. Please, can you help me with the three and five? Yes, the three and five. So I'm continuing so that there will not be any breakages. So yes. Okay. Thank you. But of, of the fruit of the tree, which it's in the midst of, thank you. It's in the midst of the garden. God had, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither touch it, lest ye die lest ye die lest ye die so then satan comes in the verse 5 says that for god that knoweth that in the day ye eat thereof your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as god knowing good and evil and when you check other versions he, he says that but god said but the serpent sent, said to the woman, you, shall so, you, you, you will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of the, of the fruit, your eyes would open and you will become like God. You will become like God. So, in, in other sense, he was telling them that God was lying to him. But if you followed closely what I was sharing from the beginning, the reason why God created man was to have a representative here on earth. So the end goal was for man to become like him, to establish his purposes here. And here comes the devil saying that um, if he eats of that tree, if he eats of that fruit, he is going to become like God. So what was the devil trying to establish over here? He was trying to, um, as, as I will put it, find a shortcut for man. And that shortcut led to man's disobedience. And that was the same strategy that he was using for Jesus. When the, um, the, the last temptation, he said that, when the last temptation, he told Jesus Christ to bow to him and he's going to give him all the glory. And Okay, uh, Minister, uh, yeah, thank you very much, Minister David. Um, I think the King James, I find it very difficult to read. So if you could push the ESV. Yeah. 
Thank you. Okay, so continue with what I was saying. So, as I place more emphasis on the verse 5, the woman was oblivious of the plans of God of her, of, of her from the beginning. And that led to her uh, that led to her downfall because as I said to become to become so after after all this thing happened as I said our education um it's yeah so yeah we are we are done with that that was just to give an overview of what I said please can you hear me okay 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 thank you okay so let's go to uh, matthew chapter 4 verse 8 to 9 and that is where where we are going to look at the last temptation that the, it was in exact same format exact same format and that was what the devil was bringing to um, jesus christ that was what the devil was bringing to jesus christ yeah thank you so uh, matthew chapter 4 verse 8 to 9 matthew chapter 4 verse 8 to 9 thank you for staying matthew yeah and the devil again took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and he said to him all these things i will give to you if you fall down and worship me but thanks be to god that jesus christ knew what god had purpose for him thanks be to god because jesus christ gave him the right answer and when you come to philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11 we would understand that what the devil was trying to do god already had that plan for jesus christ so when you read it if um philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11 he was he said that therefore god has exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every other name so that at the mention of his name every knee on earth and under the heavens shall bow and every tongue shall confess that jesus is lord to the glory of the father so the glory that was prepared in in heaven that after jesus christ after um jesus christ had gone through everything and fulfilled his mission would be given to him the devil was trying to give him something like that but it wasn't what like it wasn't the full thing so it was just a piece just a small piece of what he was going to receive and thanks be to um, god that jesus christ was able to descend descend what was really at stake what was really at stake amen so brothers, uh, let's not be ignorant. It wasn't for any other reason why the devil brought that last temptation at the end. The last temptation that he brought at the end was to stop this, this uh, divine purposes from establishing. So Paul would say that we are not ignorant of the devil's devices. But it's so unfortunate that many of us has gone out from the school of discipleship by the spirit that is why we fraud other people and the devil would suggest to us that why do we suffer like this why 
why don't we use dubious means to gain money? Then we forget about the purposes that God has for us at the end. That if we are able to pass through the riches that we would even have, we cannot contain. And he will suggest to you that why do you even wait for you to marry before you have sex? Can't you have it at the end? Whilst God has purpose that this is the time that after you marry, that's when you are supposed to engage in any sexual related activities. The devil is going to suggest you because he wants to use that same strategy he used for Adam. He wants to use the same strategy that he used when he was he tempted Jesus and now more than ever is so rampant and it has led many people out of the school of discipleship amen and going back to going back to our Jesus being led to the desert for his education training that was the way the spirit was teaching him to become like his father he had to be taught he had to be taught and he being taught was through the discipleship and when he had a full certification that now he has been discipled then he had to serve he had to go into service so then that lead me to the two main types of service we have the service before the the service in discipleship and the service after discipleship so the service in discipleship the service in discipleship help us to 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 be well groomed and taught and the service after discipleship is the service after discipleship is um what we actually put into practice what we've learned what we've put into practice what we've learned amen Yeah. Yeah, so sorry for the disturbance. Yeah. Um, it was an inconvenience, sorry. Okay. So I pray that yeah. So Jesus Christ, when he had been fully trained. He then got the validation to be in service. He then had the backing of heaven to establish the purposes here on earth. Because if because because if you do not if you do not subject yourself to be fully trained, it will be very difficult for you to establish the purposes of God here on earth. So beloved, train. So beloved training becomes very very important training becomes very very necessary for us to establish the purpose of god here on heaven amen so then we move to another um an, uh, another spiritual uh, sorry another biblical figure of how jesus christ after he had been fully 
trained. After he has been fully trained, he went into service when he was when he was in service, establishing the purposes of God here on the earth. The um, how he he helped his disciples. Let me put it out. How he trained his disciples to be like him. Amen. Amen. And if you can help me. If you can help me with Matthew chapter 10, verse um, 16, I would really appreciate it. So in Matthew chapter 10, verse 16, as we are waiting for them to um, up, up, um, push, push it on the page, it was talking about, yeah, it was talking about the, yeah, thank you. Matthew chapter 10, verse 16 said, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore as wise as serpents and as harmless as stoves. And when when I read this, I was like, wow. Wow. Because you need a lot, a lot of teaching, a lot of training to become like this. Because he, he, he was basically saying that he's sending you to a dangerous place he's sending you into a dangerous place and that dangerous place that he sent you are like sheep the sheep among you are you are like the sheep among the wolves and you have to be as wise as the serpent and and, and as innocent as doves and as christians if we are not taught to be like this it will be very difficult it will be very difficult for us to produce this thing so then apostle paul will say that when we are cursed we bless if you have not undergone the discipleship training of god it will be very difficult for someone to say say this kind of things because when we look at our normal our normal nature as human beings if something of that sort happened we tend to retaliate but suppose we say that when we are cursed when we are cursed we bless amen amen as wise as serpents yes god which bless you and we we'll move on to our we we'll move on to our second topic and as i said so this this one would help us understand that our discipleship training our discipleship training and our grooming has to be in a systematic order has to be in a systematic order um whenever we go to school whenever we go to school to be trained um we do not choose the topics that we should be trained on we do not choose the topics that we should be training but it is up to the school do uh, from the courses that you've enrolled and up to the school to determine the syllables that what you should learn and our next our next um, bible passage would help us understand understand it will help us understand the fact that as Christians we should be humble enough to subject ourselves to this teaching and training. 
yes so let's go to genesis genesis chapter number Yes, so Genesis chapter number 16, verse 9. Genesis chapter number 16, verse 9. And this is a story between Sarah and her servant Haggai. And this, the Lord made me understand that in discipleship, sometimes the, in discipleship, sometimes the, the the ways become so difficult that we tend to like give up we tend to we tend to stop but in genesis chapter 16 16 verse 9 the uh, the lord made me understand certain things and before that i would like to give a brief overview yeah so if you can start from the verse one if you can push from the verse one verse two verse three then you jump to the verse eight and nine i'll be very glad so verse one verse two verse three then eight and nine okay thank you very much yeah so then now sarah abram's wife had not born no children and she had a female egyptian servant she had a female egyptian egyptian servant whose name was Hagar, and Sa- and and Sarah said to him, Abraham, Ab- sorry, Abraham, behold now, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Go into my servant, and it may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abraham Abraham listened to her voice. So after after Abraham had lived ten years in the land of Canaan, Sarai, Abraham's wife, took Hagar, an Egyptian. The Egyptian, her servant, and give her to Abraham as a wife. And when we come to the verse eight and nine, please, um, can you post the four and five so that we will know why um, a guy ran away from the the house. Yes. Okay. Four and five. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. So he said that, and he went into Hagar, and she conceived, and she saw that she had conceived, and looked with great contempt on her mistress. And Sarah said to Abraham, "May may the wrong, may the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my servant to you, and embrace, and you embrace." And she, and when she saw she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt, and me, God judge between you and me. So when Hagar conceived, when Hagar saw that he was pregnant, as the Bible said, he began to treat her mistress. He began to treat her, her, her superiors. Yeah, that was Sarah with contempt, and because of that, Sarah, uh, Sarah was angry and annoyed, and he began to maltreat. He began to maltreat Hagar, 
And that will bring us to our Bible passage in the verse 8 and 9, which says that, and Haggai, and, and he said to Haggai, the servant of Sarah, where have you come from? And where are you going? That was the angel of the Lord. And she said that, I am fleeing for my mistress, Sarai. And the angel said to him, return to the mistress and submit to her. So I was asking God that, why is it that uh, this woman, Sarai, is maltreating Haggai? Even though Haggai was to be blamed, why did the angel of the Lord tell Haggai to go back to her mistress and submit? Even though he was carrying um, the son of Abram, that even though the promise was not going to come through him, the Lord had already established that he was going to bless Ishmael and make him into a great nation. So he was already carrying like let me say a second promise not the main promise yes so if he was having that why would he have to subject himself to this brutality that sarah was submitting her into and i was expecting that when the angel of the lord came into the scene i was expecting that he was going to see something like okay go to this land that i'm going to show you go to this but it didn't happen that way he told him to go back to her leader and submit to him and this is to show us that sometimes when we undergoing discipleship and training um being it from our pastor being from our tutor being it whoever whoever discipling us sometimes it might not be what we want sometimes it might not be the things we want to be and we might tend to run away but the angel of the Lord was telling Haggai because the Lord was not done with Haggai. What the Lord wanted Haggai to learn from Abraham, he was not done with it. So that, that's why you see in the Bible passage that somehow, even though Eli, his, 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 his sons were misbehaving in the courts, God will still tell Samuel to remain and abide with Eli and still learn what he has for him because under normal circumstances even if your own children are misbehaving and they are not going according to the ways of god what we will say is like we are going to leave we are going to leave eli we are going to leave eli and find our own thing to do but the bible makes us understand that someone okay Thank you. I just saw your message. Okay. Samuel. So the Bible makes us understand that Samuel stayed with Eli. Samuel stayed with Eli. And when the teaching process was done, when everything was done, then the Lord was more than happy to reveal him to the people of Israel. I want to establish this that I didn't I think I didn't establish it in my previous um, uh, statement that I made when we are talking about this discipleship there are two ways 
by which you are going to be discipled. But let me say one. Even though God is the one discipling us, even though God is the one discipling us, the Bible makes us understand that He uses people. He uses people towards disciple us. And when you come to me with when you come with me to Ezra chapter 8. Ezra chapter 8, verse. Please let me confirm it. Ezra chapter Ezra chapter 4 verse 3 Ezra chapter 4 verse 3 So this was when So it said about Zerubbabel, Joshua and the rest of the heads No, that's not what I'm looking for Let me continue. If 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 I find that scripture, let I'll uh, let the house know. Yeah. So when when God is discipling us, when when God is discipling us, as I said, He uses people many many a times towards to disciple us. And I've forgotten the scripture, but I'm I'm just going to say it. Um, when the Israelites when they are when they sinned against God and they, they are, they, their city had to be destroyed and they were rebuilding it, the Bible makes us understand that this was made possible by God in the first place and by men. And I would want us, maybe another time that we get to the time, we would go into details how, um, we'll go into details how god uses men to disciple us and we wouldn't be ignorant that in that way would we wouldn't be ignorant about the fact that men are very very much important in establishment of our discipleship amen so i think i've spoken for about 118 please how much of my time is left And he said, um, this is how much of my oh, 22 minutes. Okay, so then, um, I'll just highlight a few points, then hand over the microphone to Minister David. Amen. Yeah, so it's very, very important for us as Christians to be discipled by God, to be discipled by God, for us to become like Him. And the discipleship train sometimes, depending on whoever is discipling you, it might not be easy. But as I said, the traits, the two traits of every discipleship, the values, sorry, not the traits, the values. The first one is um, the law, uh, commitment and the second one is loyalty, commitment and loyalty. So even as it becomes hard, even as it becomes tough, you ask the Lord, is this your role for me to be there? If the Lord says 
stay there. You have to stay there. Because for all you know, God is... The Lord wants you to learn something. The Lord wants you to learn something from you. So we shouldn't be in a rush to um, jump into conclusion. Amen. Amen. So with all that I've said, I would want us to search our hearts and find out if there is one way, if in one way or the other we had, we've, we've, we've come out of the school of discipleship and training. If, 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 in one way or the other, if we've come out of the school of discipleship and as a result, we are becoming like Jesus Christ, are becoming like God, is in question. I'd want us in a few minutes, like one minute, analyze our hearts and see that what we are doing, are we becoming like Christ? Or we are becoming more and more like the devil? Or we are becoming more and more like the people of the world. When we look at you, can we see that you are the Son of God? So Apostle Paul said, no, John, sorry, John Fashion said, we do not know how we would look like, but there is one thing that we know, that when he comes, we are surely going to look like him. We are surely going to look like him. It's very difficult to see that, and very sad to see that if you are not discipled as a Christian, you will not be able to fulfill the purposes that which God wants to be. Minister of God, you are a singer, you are a preacher, you are a teacher, but you have not allowed God to train you in the ways that he wants you to establish the purpose. Like you have not allowed God to groom you and you are jumping into mission field. My brother is very dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. You have not been trained in matters concerning relationship. And you are jumping straight into relationship. If you don't take care of my sister, you would even lose the title as a Christian. You have not been trained in matters concerning finances. And you want to have money like, if you don't take care, it will destroy you. So then this brings to my point saying that whatever that you are praying to God to have, you have to pray to God for Him to decide discipline you as well. And I remember gone in the days when um, I was in, in I was on tech campus going about my Christian work thinking that um, i'm gradually getting there not trained equipped 
returns concerning relationship. And unfortunately for me, I found I, I found myself in one relationship that it took God and his grace for him to deliver me. And this thing that I'm saying is very serious because many people have straight this path and they've been destroyed. Many people went that way. They were not trained to look like God. They were not trained to, 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 to be like God. And they jump streets on the battleground. It's like a suicide mission. My brother, you will die. There, there are no two ways about this. You, you will die. You will die. <laughs> so, yeah, I just read the comments. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, it's very important for us, first of all, as children of God, for the Bible makes us understand that we are the salt and light of the world. The, the, the world, they are looking onto us. For the Bible makes us understand that all creation, they, they await the manifestation of the sons of God. I'm saying this from my heart because it is it's, it's very expedient for us as Christians to be trained in the things that we are supposed to handle. So if God wants you to ha- if God wants you to handle maybe be a minister of a church, whether singing, whether you being in the prophetics, whether you being in whatever role, and you do not take your time to undergo the instructions and the prescriptions of God, it will be like a suicide mission for you. You wouldn't be able to, it will get to a time that what you look like would show on the grounds. I remember before I wanted to share this, I had my, before I was coming to do this ministration, I was planning to eat in the morning sincerely because I was saying that I, I fasted yesterday. So there was no way I'm going to fast today. Then as I was I was taking plans on what to eat, what to eat, then I remembered what one minister told me about ministration and how I'm supposed to fight. I said, no, this thought is for my flesh. I'm not going to fast. <laughs> I told myself that I'm not going to fast. But as I said, I'm not going to fast. Then I saw that, no, there was something in me telling me to fast. To fast. And I didn't know why I, I had to fast because sincerely I was tired, my brain. <laughs> then thinking about what to eat then, you hear this voice telling you that you have to fast. <laughs> and so sometimes then I had to fast. Then after church service, as I was sitting there, what I planned to talk about, that was not what I'm sharing. I was just making my note and the thing was, they, they were coming like that, like, it's as if you've opened pipe water. You see the way the waters were flowing. Just that 
I'm not very, I'm still working on my public speaking. That's why I've not been able to deliver just as I want. But in all these things, we still bless God that I've been able to see the things that he wants me to see. At least that's the main goal. So, yeah. Um, at this point, I would hand the mic over to Minister David. It's seeing that my time is almost up. Amen. God, we should bless you for staying up to this end. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you, Minister Stanley, for an amazing teaching service tonight. For ministry on the topic, true discipleship and service in Christianity. God bless you. And I have I have learned a lot from discipleship to the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. And how it's important for us to undergo training. How it is important for us to undergo training. And if there is one thing I have picked, that is the end goal of discipleship is to be more like Jesus. That is to be more like Christ. God bless you. God bless you once more. So even at this juncture, we are opening the floor. If anyone has any question with regards to tonight's teaching, you can type it and then make us know then the minister will help answer your question for you. So even as he's done ministering, if there is anyone, if there is anyone who has a question on what the man of God taught us today, that is on true discipleship and service in Christianity. Anyone with any question, we are waiting. Please, you are still waiting. You are still waiting for questions. For questions. True discipleship and service in Christianity. Man was not made a finished good, a complete package, but you are supposed to conform to the image of Christ daily, each and every day. We are still waiting for questions. We are still waiting for questions. Or, please, you don't have questions. You don't have questions. Okay. If there are no questions, then I want us for the short moment to begin to bless the name of the Lord and thank him for an amazing time in his presence this evening david said in the bible that it is written in the scriptures that thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path 
So if this evening God has illuminated our path, let us bless Him. Let us give Him glory. Let us thank Him for teaching us. Let us thank Him for opening our eyes, for making us see the relevance of discipleship and how it is important to remain under the feet of Jesus and for Him to train us. Let us thank Him. Let us thank Him. Shaddai, the Koshana Namapaya, Samoa Naves 105, thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Lord, we bless you. We bless you for tonight. We thank you for teaching us. We thank you for enlightening us. We thank you for granting us illumination, teaching us the significance of being and remaining a disciple. We bless you, dear Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful tonight. Thank you, dear Lord. We bless your name and we give you glory. Be exalted, O God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord. Even before we end the prayer, pray shortly and tell God to help you. The Bible says that do not be hearers only, deceiving yourselves, but be ye doers of the word. It is important that we do not hear the word only and be excited and that is it. But we are supposed to be doers of the word. Even as we thank God, let us pray briefly that the Lord will help us. Even as the word has come to us tonight, may he help us to be doers of the word. Let us put this word into use. Let it fall on a fertile ground, that it will be able to bear fruits, even to assist, even to a hundred, even to the glory of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, help us, O God, even as your word has come tonight, help us to be doers, help us to be doers, and not hearers only. Help us to be doers of your word, and not hearers only. Cause our lives to be changed, even as we put your word to use in the name of jesus in jesus name we are prayer with thanksgiving amen amen so god bless you for staying around for even though we know that our usual time is 10 30 but the meeting was scheduled earlier but we all made time to come god bless you and god bless you minister stand once more for the wonderful delivery on the topic we are grateful so school of ministry day two is done god willing tomorrow we shall be going to school of ministry day three we'll be going to day three day three and just as tonight was power packed god willing tomorrow will be power packed as well and the minister ministering god willing tomorrow is minister winning minister winning and she'll be ministering on the topic let brotherly love continue that is love is demonstration and is important let brotherly love continue so those of us who are eager to hear about love tomorrow god willing 10 30 sharpest make sure to come around and be blessed and be blessed and be blessed if this is your first time joining, this is who we are and what we believe. We are a word-based, that is, we believe in the Bible teaching. We are Bible-believing, Bible-studying, and Bible-practicing group. That is Burning One Revival Networks. We believe in prayer. If you want to know about one thing that we do a lot, is that we pray a lot. We pray a lot. And then we do a lot of intercession as well. We believe in the prophetic and administration of the Spirit. And 
our aim is to make Jesus known, to proclaim Jesus, to proclaim Jesus. So even as you find yourself here, do well to subscribe. Click the plus button beside the name Bannon once and then follow so that each time we have a session or there is a live cast, you will get the notifications and then you will come online and join us. And even as you access our dashboard, we have a lot of messages, podcasts, teachings, teachings and prayers that you can follow the teachings and listen and learn. And you can also pray alongside, pray alongside. Personally, I've been listening to the, the published podcast on intimacy. I've listened to it about a couple of times. And I tell you, you'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. So let us make time, visit the dashboard and download the messages and listen even as you're going about your daily business you can be listening as well and i know that you'll be blessed i know that you'll be blessed and these are our meeting days mondays wednesdays thursdays fridays and sundays that is 22 30 to 12 20 a.m gmt and then Thursdays are days we have our relationship and marriage prayers. And then the Mondays and the Wednesdays are teaching services. But because of the special program that is the School of Ministry, we'll be doing that throughout this month. So let us stay tuned. And if you want to get into contact with us or our man of God, you can pick any of the contacts on the screen for offerings, for Christian materials, to share your testimony. If the ministry has blessed you in one way or the other, you can pick any of the contacts on the screen and then get in touch and you shall be blessed. And you shall be blessed. Uh, welcome, Gerard, for joining. Unfortunately, we are closing. Unfortunately, we are closing. But we'll be coming around God willing tomorrow. So make sure to hit the plus button and subscribe so that when we come, you can be able to know that we are around <laughs> sorry sorry so just hit the plus button subscribe tomorrow god whenever we come around 10 30 p.m or gmt you'll get a notification then you join us then you join us so without nothing more to say Finally, we want to bless our man of God, that is Apostle Samuel, for still making it, uh, for still making sure that we had tonight's session. So God bless, even though he is not actively with us, but he is with us in spirit, yes, and has been following. So God bless you, Apostle Samuel, for making tonight's session possible. So may the Lord God bless us, and may he keep us, and may he continue to make his face shine upon us and sustain us even from now even throughout the rest of our days in jesus mighty name amen as apostle always says don't forget to talk to somebody about jesus jesus is counted on you if it is not too late you can put something jesus on your status and make somebody know about jesus and then we love you stay in grace i love you too i love you all Stay in grace. Shalom. Keep burning for Jesus. Bye 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 bye.
You never use this sign before. You are an indoor kind of right. Yes, go for it, go for it, and take the right before the white house. You are, you are entering the T junction. We take right. Yeah. Across yeah, this, this bad road. Right, then we take right. Three. Easy, slowly. Alright. I'm waiting. I don't know. Hey, Araba. Please, next time you sit at the back. <laughs> Hey, um, I don't mind me, okay? Your outfit is fitting you. You're not fat. You are just in shape. Hey, can imagine, but she's actually quite fit. Oh, you can go. He's, he's entering the side. 